Well, hello there, kiddos. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to our, technically, this would be considered our first installment of Kids at Heart. We'll, I'll get a chance to explain to y'all what happened, because if you guys saw us on Spotify or anywhere else you can catch us on uh, or podcast streaming platforms, you notice we put up an episode called Kids at Heart Talk Pokemon. At the end of this episode, we'll talk about what happened and explain to y'all. But without further ado, again, kiddos, welcome back to Kids at Heart, where we talk about everything, nothing important, but everything interesting. Look, messed up the intro there. We'll get it right next time. We're going to do it again. Wait, you want to do it again? No. So we're just going to keep it like this. We're going to keep it like this. All right, bet. Let's go. High five. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody Everybody has those days. So I want to start off by introducing you guys to my co-host, the Trillist in the Room, the Trilogy, Mr. 3P himself, Reg. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, bow down. Clap it. We got to clap it up before we got to bow down. We're going to add the sound bites later. Clap it. We're not going to add the sound bites. We're not going to add the sound bites. I don't know why he teased me like that. (laughs) And you know, guys, well, you guys don't know me, but you will get to know me. I'm the tallest in the room. Mr. Big Man himself, Big Chill, Ryan. You know, I'll give myself my own applause. We got haters in the room. Yeah, there are always haters in the room. Uh, Reggie, I don't, I don't, I don't, <coughs> Reggie, I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like you. Nobody likes you, man. Well, you're gonna have to like me today because today we are talking about some of our favorite TV shows that had the worst sequels ever. We're only talk about animated shows, but man, there are a lot. There, there are a lot, but we're gonna start it off right. With the show of the hour, everybody's favorite show growing up, Rugrats. We're going to start with Rugrats, man. And if you guys remember, their sequel was all grown up. Yeah. Now, we all know that the original Rugrats, iconic. Fuego. Tommy, Phil, Lil, Chucky. And Kimmy at the end. And Kimmy at the end. You couldn't beat it. You couldn't beat it. it. But let me tell you, that all grown up sequel... It was a travesty. You want to know how bad it was? I don't even have to tell you it's bad. You can just Google it, and you will see it only got like a 5.2 on IMDb, and you got to be pretty bad to get anything less than a 6 And do you want to know what's hilarious? When I was looking looking up Rugrats all grown up, you you look at Rugrats, you're like, this dang, like only last nine nine seasons and two movies. Uh, Come to find out that they are one of the, they were the first show in Nickelodeon history to actually go through their whole like schedule episodes. So however many episodes they ordered, they completely went through it. Oh, really? Yes. And they were so good at certain points. They had to get the movie. They had to get the wild, the wild Thornberry movie and Rugrats in Paris was a classic. Yeah. It has to be a classic. We got Kimmy out of it. We love Kimmy. To, to be honest with you, all growing up lasted too long. If you ask me. Yeah, last honestly, five seasons shouldn't have made it five seasons. It should have honestly been like a, a movie special. Well, the mo- the for the show that we got, I think I much would have rather seen a movie. Yeah. All right. So if you guys haven't seen Rugrats, basically, it's babies using their imagination to solve problems or to get into trouble. That's basically the whole show. I mean, like, can you really consider it trouble when like? 
the babies aren't necessarily going to get in trouble. It was more like they were just going to discover because, like, the babies could only really talk to each other. Yeah, they could. Except for Chucky. Chucky's except the only for one. Chucky, yeah. Well, well Angelica could talk. Chucky was technically three or four, yeah. so he, he could, knew a couple words. He was one of those. He was an underdeveloped two-year-old. <laughs> he, he couldn't really talk how much how he should have been able to talk. Well, I think they would also try to explain, again, you would have to rewatch it and come back to it. I think they were trying to make it set up like a Stewie situation where the babies are mostly in control of who can understand them. Yeah, that's pretty so much like how Tommy it is. would say a word or two, and his parents like, "Oh, he knows words," but in reality, like he's having a whole conversation Conversations. with his friends. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think uh, Chucky was—I wouldn't even call Chucky underdeveloped. I think he was just more of a crybaby. Okay. But can you, can you really blame a kid at three for being a crybaby? No, nah, not 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 with as, as many illnesses as Chucky had. Chucky was Chucky was one of them bubble bubble, bubble boys. He he walk outside, he get sick. <laughs> he walk outside, he get cancer, bro. He walk man, outside, it's over. Don't, don't talk about my man Chucky. Chuck, Chucky's Come on, he was bro. a special place in All my right. heart. His mom couldn't take care of him. No, no, because mom wasn't there. His mom. Oh passed. yeah, his mom oh passed. that was hurtful. I think that was a lot of his trauma his mom passed. Yeah, that was her. But but enough, we can't dissect Rugrats because that was, we loved it. I love Rugrats. For everything, I loved it. Yeah. All grown up, all grown up. All right, let's just start off with the very first thing. Let's start off with the plot. What plot? I mean, there really wasn't. All right. Look, the the other shows that we talk about, they have plots. All grown up. Was a plotless show that probably should have had a plot. <laughs> a completely plotless show. The basically Rugrats, there was there wasn't an overall plot, but there was a plot each episode. Mm-hmm. Every episode, it was like, okay, we're going to New York in our minds. We're gonna figure out how to do stuff in New York, and we're gonna be back before our parents get back. Mm-hmm. Hey, so there was a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah, in Rugrats, stuff just happens. Just random teenage stuff that happens. That's what I didn't. Up, that's yeah. that's what made no sense about the show. Like Rugrats was really it was it was it was a kid show. It was supposed to be for kids. Like it was about kids for kids. All grown ups was about teens for kids. I don't know Yo, if they were trying to move up ready? to the tween age or what, but ready. They were actually supposed to be preteens. So okay. they were like they weren't even. They they were all supposed to be like, not even yeah. in eighth like in six the seven other two, two yeah the, the other, other two, two were like in Susie and high um, school Angelica Angelica they were supposed to be in eighth grade eighth grade yeah that's right they weren't even supposed to be in high school but the feel that they gave us gave us a high school feel because we're we're city kids we went to we went to middle school we're Catholic school city kids on top of that so maybe. You know, going just outside of Philadelphia to like maybe like a Doylestown or something like that, you'll probably find the lockers on the outside and kids like walking like the outside is the hallway. Like you don't have indoor hallways. Yeah. Maybe if like you don't just have a desk where all your stuff is. Yeah, like maybe if like I experienced, you know. Middle school and high school like that, maybe I would understand it more, yeah. Like how it worked. But to me, it looked like you were telling me that they were preteens, but they were in a high school setting. And then like for me, 
I know me personally, me personally, my mom didn't really like loosen up the leash for me to go to the mall and stuff until I turned like 15, 16. Yeah, they were. They were like 10, 11, 12 in the mall. There was no parental supervision in that show for like eight hours a day. Like after they left school, they were just like going to like chill at the local at the local discotheque or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't bro, know you what did, was you going say on. This, discotheque. Yeah, man. I don't know. This this is a weird. This is a weird. When I was in sixth grade, I couldn't just I couldn't just go to the movies and then be like, "Hey guys, you want to do something else?" Man, go to the. Movies. I didn't have five. Yeah. The only way I could have went to the movies on a Tuesday, if, they were doing stuff on, on like a Tuesday. Tuesday. The only way I could ever go to the mall or a movie after school is if the mall and the movie was right around the corner from the school. That's the only way. Because at a point, I swore I saw Angelica learn how to drive. I swore she learned how to drive. And And I'm like this, yo, you cannot drive in eighth grade. You can only drive in the 10th grade, and that's barely. Yeah, and like, they didn't even check. Like, they didn't check in. It wasn't no phone calls. It wasn't no, my parents know where I am. Yeah, they just walked you, in the house like, hey. Even funnier? The whole time, there's only one person that had a cell phone on that whole show. Is that Angelica. Angelica? Yeah. Come on. Her parents were loaded. Of course she did. Yeah. But Tommy's parents, technically, his dad could have made him a phone. And I feel like the whole age and scale of it was more confusing. Yeah, it was very confusing. I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be for preteens, teens, or... Or younger children. That that the age the age group that they were supposed to be in was supposed to be from like ten to twelve. That's not that's those aren't even the, the kind of problems they were having, right? Yeah. So like they were Phil and Lil, for example. Phil and Lil went into this whole self discovery. You know, I was point. going to I was going to talk about that. Yeah, because honestly, like looking back at it, um, that wasn't that's actually something that I. I felt like it was more. It was something that they did that was good. I wouldn't. I won't like crap on their arc. Now, certain people had certain arcs, but the Phil and Lil arc made a lot of sense for them because as you grow up as twins, of course, like that, you naturally split apart because you need to find out what makes you you and what makes you the, you you. Like you can't be the same person your whole life. Now. Again, I don't know too many twins. I don't know too many twins. Yeah, but can we but, can can we both agree that you know I I don't maybe I just don't remember, but I don't remember going through that much self discovery at ten years old. I don't remember okay. going through like, that you, much. You are you are a hundred percent right. That I, at twelve, at 13, twelve, thirteen, of now, course. Me and but, you growing up. Everything that they went, they were trying to do in all, like all grown up. You were trying to age. You were trying to tell us they they were in middle school, but they having high school problems. Yeah. But you're trying to convey that to a bunch of kids who haven't even seen what a seventh, eighth, or ninth grade classroom looks like. Yeah. Who haven't really had like. They might have had crushes, but they haven't really like explored. Like their crushes, they were like. We have a crush. Oh, we're going to go on a day at the end of the week. Bro, again, who is going, who is on, going on a day at 12? 10, yeah, like, at who, not even 12, bro. They're 10. They're 10. <laughs> they're in sixth grade. They're 10 or 11. They're not. Okay. They're not. Angelica's 12 or 13. 
They are 10 or 11. Angelica, Angelica is what? 13, 13, 14. 13 at the max. Well, I, at the max. I'm, I'm, I'm the saying 12 right. or 13 because I was 13 when I was in eighth grade. So let's say 13, 14. No, you're absolutely right. And then Chucky is supposed to be a year younger than, than them. Yeah. So Chucky is supposed to be 11, 12. And then the rest of them. So uh, Tommy, Phil, Lil, and Kimmy. They're all the same age, which is a year younger than Chucky, right? Yeah. So that would be what? That would, that would be around 10. And then, which really is- At the latest. 10, 10 is the, the latest. latest. So now, ready. This is what's really messing my head up now that we're explaining these ages. How old is Dill? Yeah, because Dill looks like a grown man. But we know <laughs> Dill is Tommy's little brother. Is he Tommy's little brother from a year or tip? Because right, well, how old was Tommy in the show? So let's say Tom. Let's let's even say but, let's yeah. even say Tommy's eleven. Dill can only be like nine, and, and, and he's like and, and and Dill was going on adventures by himself. Yeah, and now ready. We live in the city. You can't, bro. Who? What kind of twelve year old? I mean, what kind of nine year old is just going places? If you're nine, do you want to know where you're going to? The corner, like the four corners on your block to the basketball court, which might be two blocks away, but somebody has to watch, like somebody has to watch Go with you, yeah. And you're going home, like you're barely, you're not even allowed, the only way that you can walk home from school, like by yourself, is if you live down the street. Yeah. Because like a school bus isn't just going to let you go by yourself. I got, I wasn't allowed to come back to school by myself till I was like... Uh, twelve. I thought I was. I thought I was. I thought I was. I, I thought that was a big deal. I, I thought I was somebody. Bro, I, I thought was I was trying, somebody too. I was trying to be somebody through middle school the the whole time. Do you want to know what was the first time I like walked home from school? When my sophomore year in high school. Oh, really? Because I would go like my freshman year. I would go to the Y, and my parents would meet me up at we up with me at the Y, and they would just pick me up from the Y because uh, they would work out. I'll only like we were only in school to what like two something. Yeah, it's like two or three. So, bro, I spent my whole time. I did my homework there. I played basketball, ran around, I volunteered, and then my parents came and got me. That was like my whole thing. So, me growing up and looking at them, I couldn't do half the stuff that they did in middle school in high yeah. school. To be honest, oh yeah, yeah, that's bro, true. They were doing more stuff in middle school than I was my first two years of high school. You know how embarrassing that is. Oh my god, and you know how many friends they had? I was like, yo, you supposed to have this many friends, bro? Y'all got like twelve friends. Like again, I'm trying to figure out how did they get these friends. I'm sitting back like, I don't even know twelve kids on my block. Yeah, <laughs> but like. All grown up again, we well, I'll, I'll speak for myself first. I think it would have been a lot better as a TV special that was a movie, and I don't think we should have followed them in high school. Like, if you were going to check on them in high school, do it like they like Angelica and Susie's senior year, do a one off. And then let's see them like a couple yeah. years down the line when they have kids. So you can be like the animated Degrassi or something. Yeah, like, come on, bro. And Digimon, Digimon, when they did their like sequel or whatever, we saw the first two seasons of, of the Digi Destins or whatever. Yeah, they actually got older. You yeah, can clearly tell older. that they got older. But check this out. We followed a couple of the first 
the first half of them, they were in high school during the time. So we followed them a little bit, like briefly. They weren't even like the main parts of the story. But at the end of it, they had a special where we got to see all of them growing up and they had kids. Yeah. Plus, but they they did it real, Digimon did it real smart too, because remember, like one of the people that they brought was already like the, the guy's little sister. Yeah, and then she became my main character on this on the on the and next the, one. And the same thing with the the guy's little brother. But yeah, he was the main character on the first season, and he became like a main character on, on the second, second season. season. Yeah, so they, they they knew what they were doing, mm-hmm. but this just didn't work out. I will say there was one episode, the campfire one. I don't remember what it's called, but there's a camp. There's like they they go to camp. It's like an hour long episode, mm-hmm. and it's just dope. Okay, I remember that. I, I highly suggest you watch that. it. I highly suggest you watch it. I uh, would spoil the ending for you, but I'll, I'll allow you to. I mean, I, honestly, I'd be like, if you spoil the ending of All Grown Ups to me, they already spoiled it. They already the spoiled it. <laughs> like, so you can't spoil the <laughs> ending. Can't spoil it. All right. Well, so, since we're still talking about people growing up, let's go over to, to our next, next favorite, my guy, Ben 10. We watched Ooh. Ben 10. Ooh. From being what a ten year old boy to like an adult, basically. Yeah, he was like we, we, he was like a him. solid eighteen. Like he was really. Well, remember Ben Ten Thousand? We seen him when he was like fifty. Yeah, that's true. Ben Ten Thousand. That's true. Honestly, to this, like, no matter which in all iterations, I think Ben Ten Thousand is the coolest. It is yeah. like, but this is this is what I say before we really get into. It being like the worst. The reason why Ben 10 is in the middle is because I really don't want to say that it was extremely bad, but the, the it just got bad at a certain point. point. Yeah, it got and bad then they at a re- certain then they, point. Then they when they did the reboot, I didn't like the reboot because I felt like they gave it the Teen Titans Go treatment, and they just made a uh, a clever character really dumb. Because if we follow Ben. From the first, you know, the first part of Ben, uh, Ben 10. There was, you know, regular Ben 10 when he was 10 years old. It was just him, Max, uh, him, Uncle Max and Gwen. And uh, Kevin found his way like midway through the season. They was trying to fight Vilgax. That Ben, he was 10 year old though. Yeah. Hold on. Like, hold yeah. on. All right. So let's start from the beginning. Okay. Right. So if you don't know what Ben 10 is. Ben 10 is a show about a 10-year-old who get, who finds this watch called an Omnitrix that lets him control 10 aliens. That helps him turn into 10 turn aliens. Turn into 10 aliens. Yeah. He's it honestly, it's 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 an amazing concept for a show. It is a con it's an amazing concept for the show. What I really liked about the show is that they uh as it went along. The the main concept of him only having like ten aliens can change. Yeah. But the basis of it was ten was aliens. ten aliens, yeah. Like and the only way that he can get a different alien is if they touch the Omnitrix or like their DNA yeah, has to get has on the to Omnitrix. get infused in the Omnitrix and then he can get a new one. Yeah. Do you remember how the first the first uh season of the uh Benton uh ended? Huh? Yeah, the first season ended with I don't something something happened in like he fought Vil Viltrax. And I finally remember what happened to the Omnitrix. He fought Vil, Vil, Vilgax until the Omnitrix broke. So he destroyed Viltrax and the Omnitrix. That's how he saved yeah. saved everybody. But then he had access to like that little alien with the eyes, the the real smart one. Well, the the real smart one was his friend 
Well, well, basically his friend, yeah. and then he was able to turn into him after that, though, right? Yeah. Well, the, that he was, was able um, to turn Gray into Matter. him before Gray Matter. Yeah, yeah, Gray Matter. But the person who actually made the Omnitrix, they still are friends or whatever. What happens to? Is it Ben Ten Alien Force? That's the second one, the second iteration. Uh, let me see. It's Ben Ten Alien Force. Yeah. Okay. So now Ben Ten Alien Force. He gets a well. He puts yeah. on the Omnitrix that Gray Matter gives him, but he like when he's after the fight with Vilgax, he stops being Ben Ten till high school. He puts on a watch because I think something happens to Uncle Max. Well, they they lose Uncle Max. Yeah, he's what? missing. It's it's a couple of reasons. The first is the original. So the very first like real villain you see in the original Ben 10 series is Kevin 11. That's that's the first one you really care about. Like all like he fought a couple people before, but Kevin 11 is the one that stuck with you. And then when you go into the new one, he gets the what does he get the Omnic, Omnitrix for? Cuz Ben 10 Alien Force is the second one. Why does he get for the first one? How does he get it? For the second one. For the second for, one. For, well, for the first sequel. For the first sequel, why does he put it on? Yeah. Somebody attack. They they uh he finds out that Uncle Max is mixing, but they attack one of his family members because they at this time they don't know that Gwen has powers yet. I think they they attack Gwen's family first. Okay, so that's how he knows that they like somebody's after him in the Omnitrix. That's why he puts it back on. Okay, yeah. Now and like the first sequel was really dope because they 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 turned him from like ten to sixteen, about to turn seventeen. It was basically his birthday. Mm-hmm. It was his. It was remember he was sixteen, about to turn seventeen. It was around his birthday. Like the first episode was basically his for his birthday. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I got confused. I thought you were still talking about Alien no, Force. no, no. So talking I'm, about I'm talking about one. I'm talking about Alien Force. Okay, okay. Yeah. So the first episode of Alien Force, his birthday is coming up. He's talking to Gwen. Like, cause honestly, bro, the only thing I remember from the first episode is the night that night All where right. it happened. Cause at the beginning, I think it started off like Ben as a regular teenager, like he's driving his car. He's in yeah. high school, driving his car, talk to girls, whatever, like normal. No, teenage. High, he's sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, and then I thought something happened that night where somebody got attacked. Yeah. And then yeah. he was like, "Oh damn! Like I need to put on the Omnitrix," and then. That's when, like, they move on from there. Yeah, but Benton Alien Force did it right though, because they gave Gwen powers. Yeah, but which was dope. Which was dope. They brought back Kevin, and they they like completely made you understand what his power was. was. Yeah, and um, I just think his villains were really good too. Yeah, his villains, and like, I liked how they his didn't... minor and major villains were really yeah. good. Yeah, and like they actually made him smarter. Like yeah, because it is so annoying when you go into a, it. Like for Pokemon, for example, every time a new season comes up, Ash makes the same mistake that he made eight seasons ago. And the first episode, you're like, "Come on, man! You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't know to pick a a water type against a, a rock type by now, bro. Come on, yeah, like Come on. Con- Come consistent on. reboot and then rebooting the character completely. Like we already know the character. You don't have to can do the complete reboot. Reboot, yeah. That's where they messed up in what that's Omniverse, correct? Huh? No, no. So after that, it's so after that, it's Ultimate Alien and Ultimate Alien. They're still they're still 
they're still they're still doing it right right yeah. so an ultimate alien uh that's when he's trying to get the 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 what's what's that new omnitrix called actually i don't even remember what, what well that's 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 benton ultimate alien basically there's an ultimate alien that he's supposed to get that's supposed to like be able to solve all problems well, he does. He has Alien X. Alien X. That's what it's called. And the, the Alien X is basically the universe reincarnated. It's it's amazing. It's an amazing concept for for an alien. But what I really liked about that one is that everybody. It's not even like everybody's OP. Everybody can legit hang hang by themselves. So at this point, Gwen is starting to shift. You know more towards. Yeah, she's Otto. a hero at that point. Yeah, she she has the she um, has superpowers. She has the uh, alien powers. Yeah. Kevin finally understands his power, but I think Kevin's being manipulated again. That's one thing about the whole like series. Kevin get keeps getting manipulated. That's why Kevin is just he's a friend, but he's just he's an anti-hero. Yeah, I had to give him the anti-hero status because like once somebody manipulates him, he's just Well, it's not always his up. fault though. Sometimes he legit does get hip hypnotized. I wouldn't even say like some of them aren't his fault. I think what's really his fault is him not fully knowing him his himself. I'ma blame it on Gwen. She ain't hold him down. <laughs> Yo, you she blame it on Gwen. Down. I she blame it. I down. blame it on daddy issues. She, she ain't hold him down, man. <laughs> Yo, she was rocking with she him. She ain't put no money on those books, man. She ain't put no money on Yo, those books. Yo, she too smart to put money <laughs> on those books. Yo, yo, it's, it's kind of always funny that like the real smart girl always want the thug and you like, why? I don't know. Lady, are you too smart? And again, Kevin isn't really a thug, but like he should he's be a bad some, boy. He should be doing some alien jail time right now. He's a bad boy. Yeah, he definitely should. He, oh, oh, he's he's been acquitted. His <laughs> lawyers, so his lawyers are the best lawyers in the yeah, game. He got OJ lawyers. <laughs> he got OJ lawyers, man. He got OJ lawyers. He can get off anything. But like now, we're gonna go to um um right, right? So, real quick. So it starts off with Ben Ten. Ben Ten is the first installment of the series. Alien forces the follow up when he turns sixteen, and then they they go through whatever issues they're going they're going through. Ultimate Alien is when he's supposed to get Alien X, which is supposed to be able to like resolve every issue that they have in in, in the franchise. Mm-hmm. He does end up getting Alien X, and he gets access to every alien in the Omnitrix. Which is supposed to make him change into Ben Ten, um, is which is supposed to set everything up for the next series, which is called Ben Ten Omniverse, mm-hmm. because he's supposed to have every alien to use. So now with the Ultimate Alien, I also forgot about it. It was more like an extra power up to the alien too. Like, don't you know Pokemon when they get their final yeah, ball form, yeah. and then they get the stone and get a, yeah. a Mega Ball form. That's what all. That's what made Ultimate Alien special. Like all the aliens that he had got a, uh got the Ultimate Alien form. Yeah. Okay. Now with the Omniverse, let's just I talk don't, about how bad it was. Bro. Let's let's do it. Okay. So they completely they set all that stuff up to not do any of the Ultimate Alien stuff in Omniverse. Okay. I can forgive that. I can forgive that. What I can't forgive is me feeling like you completely rebooted. Been as a character because he does a lot of stupid stuff yeah. in the show. They completely switched it up. He was actually an intelligent adult. Yeah, and not even like an intelligent adult. It was like he was rising up, like he natural progression. Yeah, like natural like he understood what having an Omnitrix meant. 
Yeah, and then like you completely rip that away from his character. Like, I'm just a boy and I'm gonna save people with this watch that makes me tell us aliens. No, no, bro. Before basically it wait, was wait, and, and before you finish, before you finish, I really have to get this one out. You know the aliens were bad. I know the aliens were bad. And I kept, and I'm telling you, I don't know why I did this, but I kept trying to defend this alien. They really had an alien that was just a walking Lego. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. The first time we tried to do this one, I tried to convince it. I tried to be positive. People, I really try to be positive. I don't I don't want to crap on these shows because I really do just sometimes enjoy the show in, in ignorant bliss. But I can't. I can't. I cannot. They did the Pokemon treatment. They were like, we run out of aliens. What are we going to yeah. do? Lego Monster. Lego Monster. Wait, wait. Lego Monster. It's going to be fire. Stop it. Stop it. It's terrible. It was terrible. And like, I don't know. Because basically it was the equivalent. Okay. So basically, here's what they did to Ben 10 with Ben 10 Omniverse. They went from Ben 10 Ultimate Alien, which was a crisp storyline. Agree. Like, you followed every single step. You were excited for every episode. It was almost like, you remember that show Smallville? Yeah. On, on, on like CW? Yeah. All right. It was basically the cartoon version of Smallville. I'm not going to put it up there. I'm going to just say that's how it felt, like the progression of the show. Well, Think of Teen Titans then. All right. Think okay. of the original Teen Titans. Okay. How every episode went, you were excited about all the cliffhangers they left out there. Mm-hmm. That's how Ben 10 Ultimate Alien felt. Okay. Okay. That's true. And well, well, that, that's one thing I, I, I must say. Every Ben 10 story did get wrapped up. I'm not going to say that they just sat back and they like didn't wrap up the story and then just go on to another yeah. one. They all wrapped up their arcs. It's just the fact that Benton Omniverse is set in a different universe, but they all follow the same Benton. So Benton Omniverse, he's still a teenager, but different animation style, different, uh, different uh, aliens, uh-huh, and then just different attitude towards everything. Yeah, how it felt is it felt like they basically went from. Dark Knight Batman and Ultimate Alien to 1960 Adam West Batman. Yeah, where like, they were both like... Yeah. Goofy. It, it just... It just... Yeah. Yeah, it just it, it just wasn't good. Yeah, like it, I it, am it, a fan of the Adam West Batman. But it's this 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 wasn't this wasn't good. This was just bad. What what I'll say is that they didn't really they didn't they did a good job of, of keeping continuity. So you still know about Animo, uh Vil tracks like the gray matters, all that you still know about all these aliens. The only thing that's different is Ben's decision making as to why he does something. And the plot wasn't and honestly, honestly I didn't right. I didn't remember a plot in I, this I, show. I, I, I didn't I didn't really I, I didn't watch as many episodes of this show. Oh, watch the But whole thing. I will say it 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 also gets taken down for me because they switched the the side characters. Remember, because they switched from Kevin and Gwen 
to like that weird little black and white alien guy. Are you talking about um the he was like a soldier. He yeah. went on a lot of travels, but they brought back Kevin like midway through the season though. Yeah, but Kevin was different too. Because yeah. Kevin Kevin was like this revenge. Oh yeah, also, this revenge. You, you, got, you gotta remember, bro. Kevin gets manipulated. This was too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he really just doesn't know his past, and then they keep. He was an orphan, so he was. But guess what? He really wasn't an orphan. People were were looking out for him. They just, they just. Don't you know how? Uh, in the Star Wars, in the Star Wars uh show, in the, in the Star Wars movie, they said that Anakin. Yeah, he might have been an orphan, or his grandpa, or his grandparents were watching him, but Obi Wan was protecting him. So Obi old man Obi Wan was always on the thing and he was more or less guiding him. Like don't you know he didn't know though. Again, he didn't know. The same thing with Kevin. Kevin didn't know. But Max and all the other plumbers were watching out for Kevin. It was just the fact that Kevin didn't know. He doesn't know his father and and the one person that knew his father misconstrued his whole thing about his father that Kevin really doesn't know. He doesn't know who he is. Yeah, and so, he was by himself most of the time. Yeah, and, and honestly, like, the only person that really didn't know that Max was supposed to be taking care of Kevin, Max didn't know that. But basically, they, they the plumbers or whoever, universe or whatever, found a way to push Kevin to, you know, somehow, some way meet Max so Max can kind of look out for him at points, but Kevin could have been like Kevin's a good character. I'm not going to crap on Kevin. Kevin is just I, that. I will crap on him in Omniverse. I will crap on him in Omniverse. He, he could have been a lot I better. Will. I, I, will. I, I just I like the first three, the reboots. Yeah. They were the, the, unnecessary. That Omniverse reboot was bad, but I didn't think it was possible. The fifth one which is just called Ben 10, which is a complete reboot of the original Ben 10. They just went from they just went back to ground zero. Is the worst thing that I've ever. Oh, bro, you talking about Ben Ten Go? Yeah. Okay, cool. Which is the worst? Oh my god! Uh, it's it's just bad. Like no, it's Teen Titans Go bad. It's, but it's, it's Teen Titans Go bad. Basically, they just redrew him to look like uh to to, to look like one of those five year old specials. Where you know Doris, Doris asking you to click here to find the C. That's that that was the animation style. Mm. They completely like they changed out how they dress. They put like little little teddy bears and and kittens on their t- on on all their shirts. Uh. Basically, whoever wrote this show was telling you. That you don't know English that well, because we're only gonna use like five hundred words. We're not gonna use too many two syllable words. Yeah, <laughs> there's not gonna be. There's gonna be you. The the show is gonna be over five minutes before the show is over, and then the last five minutes of the show is gonna explain to you why the show ended. Like, oh, we fought this villain. Here's why we fought this villain. All right, so we so so. We, Okay, so this this villain's doing something bad. We're gonna stop you from doing something bad. We stopped you from doing something bad. Oh man, thank goodness we stopped that villain from doing something bad. Let's go on to the next. Let's town. go on to the next town. Hey, yeah, and there, and there was really no violence in it. The oh. violence was like real PG. It was like a shove. 
And I think there's more. Well, like I think there's more or less talk that that goes more into what the direction that Cartoon Network is trying to go into. Yeah. After after so so long after so long with I mean, I all the craziness of of courage and Teen Titans yeah. and all that other stuff, they're trying to get really kitty. But I mean, what's done is done. I guess it is what it is. I mean. First, the first two sequels were good. It's just the last two were bad. So we're not yeah. even gonna. We're done. We're done. done. We, we, we don't want to stay too negative yeah. on it. We but got, we gotta talk about some. We gotta ish. talk about something strong. And that's Avatar: The Last Airbender. And the Legend of Korra. And the Legend of Korra. You now, know what? I'm a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Co-host, the trillist in the room. You go first. Okay. We're very split on this. First one. of all, I know everyone's seen Avatar The Last Airbender. And if you haven't, this ain't for you. Because clearly you missed out on, on, a, on a big part of childhood. But anyway, <laughs> the original Avatar. Let's just big up the original Avatar. First of all, the intro to every episode was great. Because the intro allowed you to know everything about the plot. Before you watch the show. So you could come in at episode 20. Watch the intro to the show. Understand that the Fire Nation came in and attacked. Understand that there were five different, four different elements that you could learn. Understand that there was an avatar and understand what his role was. They did all that in like 65 seconds. The animation to the show was great. There was like a lot of violence in the show, to be honest with you. It was PG violence, if you want to call it that. I'm gonna call it PG 13, cause like yeah, it was definitely on the border. There wasn't any blood, but man, there was like some serious, like people were getting hit with rocks and like seriously bruised. Like it was crazy. But first of all, the character development was great. Sokka, Korra, the people from. The Water Tribe, great character development. The Avatar that they picked, Aang, very relatable as a kid, and great character development. They made Zuko, who was the original villain. They they, they made him teach Aang firebending. We got Toph the Earthbender. You you completely understand why it's hard for Aang to learn earthbending because earth and air are clearly two different elements. And the ending fight to Fire Lord Ozai was everything that you wanted in the fight. You were completely satisfied with it. You were super hyped. You didn't know how it was going to end. And you can't tell me you knew how it was going to end. You can't tell me that you thought he was going to take his bending away. Okay, no, I didn't think that. I knew. I I, I think I... When you say you didn't know how it was going to end, yeah. I think it was did, one of those things Did we know he where, was going to beat him? Yeah. yeah we knew he was going to beat him. Yeah. How he beat him? Oh, yo. No. I never saw that coming. Like, I I won't, I will say I never saw it coming or anything. And like, the Avatar The Last Airbender, I'm not saying that The Legend of Korra is better than that. Cannot whoa, say whoa, that. Whoa, hold on, never hold going on. to say that. I those didn't. words will never come out my mouth. Let me keep going. Let me keep, keep, going. keep going, Let brother. Keep, keep going. going. Let me keep going. And even before, even before that, even before the last fight, the coolest part was he already fought the Fire Lord and lost because he wasn't ready because they were trying to force 
They were just yeah. like, listen, man, we we gotta get this done. You gotta just fight them, just fight them, just go into the Avatar t- t- Tar State and fight them. Yeah, got whooped. Had to learn the last couple, the last element, and then mm-hmm. he was able to fight them again. So that was from beginning to end a perfect series. Ang and Ang and Katara got together. Sokka got whatever little honey he was going to get with. Everybody was happy. Satisfying ending. Do you agree? It's a very satisfying ending. All right. I, I'm like, I'm never going to say anything bad about okay. Avatar: The Last Airbender, Good. but I'm not going to sit back and let you. I'm about to trash I'm, it. I'm not going to let you trash oh, the Legend of Korra. I'm about to only because it. of this. I'm Ready? To, let me trash it first. No, trash, trash it, it because you, you're about to trash. You're about to just trash, trash the first season. Let me trash. It's three first. seasons of this. It's four seasons of this. All right, let me trash it first. Let me trash it first. The reason I don't think we need Legend of Korra is because there is not a sequel. Needed to this show. Uh-huh. Basically, you're right. What Korra this is, is perfect. Basically, what what the legend of Korra is is an avatar who's naturally gifted at being an avatar with bending that isn't as cool as it sounds. Metal bending isn't that cool. It's not that cool to see. Really, all they do is like sling out a web, like. Like like okay. like Spider Man and swing from gate to gate. That's not them bending it. That's just an attachment. Them actually bending the materials in the metal. Is that, that the bending? That's not the, the coolest bending. thing to see, though. I'm not worried about how cool it sounds. I'm worried about how cool it looks, man. It's not the coolest thing to see. The reason Yo. and and the reason I'm really not on board with it is because he doesn't really go through any challenges. She's clearly a prodigy. She was already. She was always going to be a prodigy. At the first episode, you clearly see her as a child bending all four elements. So you already knew that she could do all four elements. She had a problem with air air bending. That was her problem. She had a problem with air bending because of her nature. Air bending is supposed to be peaceful. She's not a peaceful person. She's loud and rambunctious. Like she's a go getter. That that's the difference between Aang and her. Now. With and the only Korra. reason she like she even had any type of difficulty, bro, and I'm gonna let you go after this. The only reason that she had any type of difficulty or she even had a problem to solve was because all of the problems were solved. They were so at peace that they were arguing why we even needed bending because we're so at peace. Okay. So it so you can it, go ahead now. It starts off. What I'll say, Korra, it, it has its struggles. And if it was just the first episode, if it was just the first season, like just the first season, I give it to you. First season was trash because Korra's, Korra's whole thing is people trying to find true balance. That's her whole arc throughout the, her whole Avatar career is trying to find balance between people. So you have a group of people that are there to be like, we're like you say that we're all equal, but we're not equal because some can bend and some can't. Then you have a radical group of people that wants to eliminate all bending because they wants to eliminate all bending because the guy 
is one guy who's the head of who's the head of the republic. He's essentially a guy who's saying we're equal, everything, 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 and putting all the benders on top. And there's another guy, which so happens to be his brother, who doesn't like bending and feels as though like bending isn't needed. And then he finds a way with cheap blockers and with cheap blockers and his form of blood bending, he found he finds a way to disconnect you from your bending. Cool. Now him trying like this to fight to keep everyone's bending and to the people the, it's a side that wants to take everybody's bending away and it's a side that just wants to keep their bending and avatar core trying to stop that so people can just try to find a way to live in a piece that's cool that right there all everything that happened in the first season i definitely can do without the second season is what really second season four was what really gets into the nitty-gritty so now after she stops um, Iman from taking everybody's blood bending. She completely like eliminated his whole way of thinking. Everybody that thought his way, he felt as though that he was a person who didn't who who told everybody that he wants to eliminate bending because a firebender scarred his face up and like basically made it seem like he was like all the benders they rule the world or whatever. Iman's a water bender that can blood bend. And also, he put, like, the paint and stuff on his face. Found a way to take his bending, officially take his bending away, and and let and, uh, find a way. Okay, basically, everything else is everybody trying to really, like, Korra's main arc is so people don't try to take away bending and don't em- eliminate the Avatar. Like, people don't like the Avatar for some reason. So the second book is about spirits. Her brother, I mean, excuse me, her uncle and her dad. Her uncle wants to become who wants, her uncle basically wants to bridge the spirit world and the real world, and he wants to be the dark avatar. Her dad don't, like, don't really fully understand his thing, but his dad basically wants to stop that. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Like it's so much that happens in the Legend of Korra that I can't really say that it's a bad series. Just everything that happens is is more for a reason. I will I will say this about Korra. It's not a bad show because she has better villains and the stakes are a lot a um, lot more. She has better villains. I, I'm better than you know, Fire Lord Ozai. Way better than Fire Lord Ozai. Uh, you got a guy who's trying to aggressively take away everybody's bending, regardless of regardless of anything else. If somebody's trying to take away your bending for no reason, that's a problem. Second, that you have another guy who just so happens to be her uncle trying to become the dark avatar and trying to bridge the the spirit world and the in the real in their world together. So that means she's gonna have dark spirits plus be the dark avatar running the whole running the whole world that's like a real world thing the third one after she finds a way to she finds a way to learn spirit bending and she stops that one then there's a massive influx of airbenders why does he want to take away people's bending what's his reasoning his reasoning is because his dad his father taught 
both Iman and the other guy how to bloodbend. But blood, but you know, bloodbenders when they learn how to do it, it turn, it turns, it's like something in their mind chemically changes. They feel like they want to rule over people. Aang found out that their father did like was doing this and was trying to take people power away. Aang actually took his bloodbending away, and but he still taught it to his children. Now, on the one on one side, the guy who's supposed to be the cat, like the uh. The cap the captain, or excuse me, the president of the Republic City. He wants to put benders and everybody in power. Forget all the people that don't know how to bend. Now it's another guy who who essentially doesn't like bending. He's creating a narrative to stop bending. But you know, there's always a villain who has a problem with one hero and feel like heroes aren't really heroes. So in his head, bending is a disease. His father made him bend. His father made him want to be a bad person. So he doesn't want bad people. So he created a narrative and everything to stop bending, just to stop it. So he doesn't have that uh, have that on his conscience anymore. That's like a, a reasonable reason why you would want to. That's why villains do stuff like that. The Her next villain, her uncle, he wants to become the dark avatar. One man crazy with all four elements. That's not right. Plus, he got spirits that can possess people and then that's just like adding on to the army now the the it was an influx of airbending it was this one uh this is one guy he was a part of the red lotus the red lotus was designed to take down the avatar he wants to stop the avatar this dude was so lethal with his airbending mind you wasn't an airbender his whole life he can find a way to take the air Take the air out of your lungs to kill you. But yeah, he found a way to take the air out of his lungs to kill you. He almost kills, he almost kills Cora and then finds a way to uh metal. This is where metal bending comes in. He finds a way to metal, he finds a group of people in the red lotus. They uh, know how to metal bend, they metal bend poison. And took Cora so that she can go into the Avatar State so they can kill her. They find a way to almost do it. Well, they find a way to do it. She goes God mode. She like she finds a way to to not do it. Um, to you know get them to stop. Cora takes out most of the poison, but she's cool. I mean, uh, Katara finds a way to take out most of the poison, and Cora essentially uh, can't walk anymore. Like she can't walk anymore. So for the first half of the her final book, she learns how to walk and she's trying to find a way to get the poison so she can, you know, become the avatar again. She completely lost a disconnect from the uh, avatar world. So she can't like she can't really be an avatar in the wheelchair. She has poison in her system. It's it's like I want to say it's so much that happens to Cora that I can't really necessarily say that it's a bad show. But what I will continue to say is that she has way better villains than Aang. A lot of her villains are more personal. So it would be like, you would have a problem with taking down your uncle. You would have a problem as the Avatar killing people. You have people that aren't afraid to kill people, that aren't afraid to lion, and you have terrorists. She's going after real terrorists. Aang only had to stop. Uh, like a nation, and, uh, which is which is you know, which isn't you know a, a, a 
like a you know a minor feat. He had to stop a whole nation. But Korra is fighting terrorists who are trying to just destroy ways of life and trying to destroy her as a person or her or well, the concept of the avatar. All right. I can't. I, I got to do some more I can't, convincing. I can't. I can't. One hundred. You, you're not going to be able to convince me because I can't. Like, all right. All of these terrorists and little factions that you're talking about, right? They're all smaller groups. The Fire Good. Nation had a stranglehold on every. Ready? Continent. You said the white. The white lotus. You remember the white lotus, correct? Yeah. That was the faction that Iroh was a uh-huh. part of. The red lotus is bigger than the white lotus. Anybody can be a Red Lotus member, and again, it's a terrorist group. Now, let's put this into a America- time of peace, though. So she also that, had access that, to an army that could bro, help her. She didn't have access to the army because the uh, the she tried to get the earth, the um, earth kingdom, uh, Bossing Say. That's the that's the army. Mm-hmm. She tried to get Bossing Say to help her, but the dude was in the time he's like the U.S., he's like the U.S., he refused. To be a part of war and everything, refuse to be a part of war through the spirit stuff, through the uh, the red lotus stuff. He refused, so she never had an army. She was taking on people basically by herself. She was taking on terrorist groups and factions by herself right. with the well, with the help of you know her friends. All right. But basically, this is what what I'm saying, which is core like Aang had. Uh, like had a go to like we knew who Aang was after. Aang had to watch out for the Fire Nation. Korra, a terrorist, is just a regular person in plain sight. They're all hiding in plain sight. This is how this is how how messed up it is. Before Aang, don't you remember um the dude, the guy that she liked? He'd be like the police, yeah, whatever. He ends up liking the girl who was who was uh-huh. smart, whatever. Her father was a part of Iman's group. He wanted to eliminate benders. Plain sight. And and, th- and this is what makes it even worse. He funds her team. He dinners. Funds the team. Everything. In her face. In her face. Smile on her face like they friends. Like he loved the avatar. Everything. Come to find out he wanted to destroy the avatar and take away bending. Just like everybody else. You're all come, then you go uh, like after you finally get to stop and say like. Say that you beat a you beat and you took down one terrorist group. You go and find out that you gotta fight your uncle and a bunch of dark spirits. Mind you, there's no other avatar had to deal with a lot of spirits. Ain't had to deal with spirits, but he didn't have to fight spirits. She spent a whole season fighting spirits and fighting her uncle that became that became the dark avatar, disconnected her from that. There was another thing that happened. She keeps getting disconnected from her powers. Because she's so aggressive and she doesn't think and she doesn't really have the people with her to think. She keeps getting her powers taken. Every season she gets her powers taken in some way, shape, or form. Iman took her three elements, her first three elements, but she just started learning how to airbend. Couldn't take something that she already knew. All right. Here's what I'm going to need you to do. I'm going to need you in like a couple sentences to explain to me why Cora isn't, isn't a bad show. She has better. She has better villains. The stakes are a lot are a lot graver, and the people in this series aren't afraid to kill, and they kill in very lethal ways. At the end of the first season, Iman and the other dude, I told you that they were brothers. 
he takes his brother out to the boat. They both are shamed, both shamed and everything. They take each other out onto the middle, and his brother, they both commit suicide. Kills both, right. kills them both. Okay. The other uh-huh. dude, he gets officials. He finds a way with his airbending. Again, he just so happens to become an airbender. He finds a way to airbend the air out of your lungs, killing you. All right. All right. So finally, clearly, people have a way to fire bend from their heads all now. Right, all right. All right. Clearly, they have more time to think about the show. But just because there are more things happening doesn't mean it's, it's, it's more of a cohesive. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's Again, what I'm gonna say. Here's what Aang I'm gonna say. doesn't have to worry about getting hit from the back. Here's what I'm gonna say. She has to get worried. She has to worry about getting hit from the back. Here's what everybody's I'm a villain. Here's what I'm gonna say, bro. Just because there are more villains doesn't make it a good show. They're better villains. They're not better villains, bro. In Europe, say it, in your opinion, they're not better villains. No, they're actually not better villains. Why? Bro. Why? Why is it somebody that can take your bending a better villain? Because you already know uh, in this thing, it's not about Aang the villain. It's, it's, it's not about the villain. It's not about the villain. It's about if it's a good show or not. It's not about villains. Then what is it it's about? If it's a good your show, whole, or not. your whole point was about villains. No, that was your point. That was your point. That was the your fir- point. The first thing you said was he had a better villain because he had to fight who? Who did he have to fight? Uh, he had to fight Fire Lord Ozai, bro. And, and every season she had to fight somebody new. And again, every single season she loses her power. Somebody's trying to disconnect her from the Avatar state. They're trying to disconnect her from the Avatar state, which she is the Avatar. We're gonna have to disagree. To- you're going to keep saying it, but I know for I know for a fact you only watched the first season. You only watched the first season. You only watched the first season. You didn't even check out the last three. All right, but bro, listen. You have to check them a, out. A, a show includes the first season of a show. But if you a give show up, includes the first season up, of a show, does it not? On the show does it not? The first season a show is includes not a the show. first season of a show, does it not? But you're saying it's completely bad because you didn't even check out the other two seasons. All right. If a television network came to you, we're going to do this show. The first season bombed. Can they drop you? They can. But, 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 but listen, but listen, but listen, but you're not. But listen, if it gets a second season, does that mean it completely bombed? If it gets a third season, does it bomb? Doesn't if it mean gets it's a good. Fourth, but if it gets, good. if it gets a fourth season, does it bomb? Doesn't mean it's good. If it gets a fourth season, does it doesn't bomb? Doesn't mean it's good. But at the end of the day, if you didn't check it out, didn't even give it a chance, is it bad? Yes. Okay. That's what the internet says, bro. That's what the internet says, bro. Look it up right now. I want to see that. I want to see the review on All Legend right. of Korra because right now, okay. bro, I'm letting you know if you didn't check out the last two seasons, you'll never fully understand why the Legend of Korra as a whole is a great show. Because if you watch Avatar: The Last Air- Airbender after okay. the first season, okay. is it a good show? All right. After the first season, is it a good show? It, all right. It, it, it's, did pretty it's well it did pretty well on IMDb. It did pretty well on IMDb. But but this is what I say. The av- if we look at first season, the first season of Here's Avatar, what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say to you. Here's what I'm gonna say to you. It was, it's, it, the first season, first season of first season, it was a better first season. Here's what I'm gonna say to you. Here's what I'm gonna say to you. And we and, and we had this conversation the, the last time we tried we 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 we, 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 always we tried do to this. we tried to if they would have just made a prequel. Oh, and yes. talked about the avatars before Korra instead of making up this avatar and then trying to create obstacles for this avatar. I think that would have been better than the Legend of Korra. Like th- this is if like they would have made a people and talked about avatars past 
I think that would have been a better show. We'd have, we if we'd have got to understand the origins of what the yeah. Avatar was, who the first Avatar was, the progression of Avatars, like every like like five episodes or something. Yeah, you see the new Avatar. Yeah, you see the struggles they go through. I think that would be a more fire show. It would have been a more fire show. But this is what I say about the Legend of Korra because I actually like, I, I actually like sat back and I had to go back and I had to watch some of it, bro. After the like midway through the second season, it really gets good. Okay. And like by the third season, it really is good. And on face value, if you just look at it, you can sit back and say, yeah, they created a lot of their their villains, but they didn't. A lot of it will be natural progression because even if you think about it. All right, coming into the the first the first set of everything, everybody has problems, or every problem that was started was because of Aang. Every problem started with Aang because Aang literally thought that he was doing the best job he could, but he wasn't. He he just wasn't. So the reason why he the, the, was though, but he and this is me talking about not talking about the last the last Airbender. We're talking about the years that you don't see. The year, the oh, lost God. years, he did not do a good job because a lot of it is just cause and effect. You make a Republic City that's supposed to be a harbor for all benders and supposed to be a harbor for all people. But now you have benders policing non-benders and benders. You have benders dictating what's what's a good way of living. You have benders dictating everything. That's how it is right now. That's how it is right now for us in America. We have people who don't look like us, how or did, don't, or how, don't, how, or, or, or aren't like us, dictating what we do. At the end that, of the, at the what, end of the show, how does she resolve it? How does she resolve it? She resolves that conflict by taking out the two heads, and then they recycle. They get a better, they get a better head. They see the avatar more. People feel more comfortable, and then like it actually is more of a balance now. There's more of a balance now, so she's finding How? more of a balance. How is there more? Of a, what, what is she? Well, because so just just, just, just by well, being because, more prevalent, like, no, just by being more prevalent, not even necessarily like being more prevalent. Knowing that somebody something's propaganda and it's a lie, and getting rid of the two people that's ahead of the lie getting rid of the two people that's ahead of the lot and finding a way not even find a way they found a way to feel like the non-benders are truly getting a voice and the benders aren't just controlling everything here's why that's what's after the first thing ready 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 now the second season goes more towards her trying to learn air like completely master airbending and then she learns about spirit bending because now dark spirits are okay. are coming over, are coming over. Real Not quick. done yet. This, this, this is three different books, bro. It's three different books. All right, go to the third book. Go to the third book. And how she resolves that second, the second book's conflict is again, she has to take down her uncle. And her solution to it all is letting the spirits roam free with, with you know, regular people. Again, that's cool. That's something that Aang never did. Aang scared, was afraid of it. He didn't have to. He, Aang he didn't, legitimately listen, did not have listen, to. This was listen, not an issue. Because it wasn't It was an issue. Because if you remember, the face stealer was a spirit. That's a problem. That the face stealer was a spirit. There's non-benders. There's a lot of things in it. <clears throat> excuse me. 
it's, it's more of a thing because the avatar is supposed to be the connector and the bridge of the spirit realm and the the realm we're getting never, a little disconnected here we're getting a little disconnected because now you're no, saying listen no, listen, no, listen, listen, no, listen no, i'm about to explain it to you listen listen the, you don't find out that ang neglected the spirit realm because ang was dead the whole time ang wasn't like wasn't around so that 100 years things that were happening in the spirit realm that ang should have taken care of he never took care of them because he only was worried about this realm so that's why everything in fire Lord ozai everything was like all was all good we all sit back and say okay cool but you don't really see the spirits but the spirits aren't getting you know aren't getting the attention that they need because ang wasn't doing it cora was messing with the spirit i hear where you're coming Korra from needed to, to control the spirits ang wasn't doing his full job that's what i'll say and for for you to say that Cora it isn't like that good of a show, I can't I can't say that because Cora's actually doing her job as the avatar. As the avatar, he's supposed to be the bridge between the spirit and the living realm. Ain't only worried about the living realm, not right. And now you got dark spirits wanting to come over to cause chaos. All right. To be fair to the first show, it didn't put that strong of an emphasis on the spirit realm. In the original Avatar, it showed you what it was, but it didn't say there was any kind of conflict there. Well, but because they, you didn't. Only, they didn't, you're right, they, they didn't. didn't, they didn't, they didn't. But you knew so about, you but just... you knew about certain conflicts because of the girl that, um, the lunar spirit girl from the first season. Remember the one that gave her life to the one lunar spirit, so the which was the, supposed to resolve that issue with one issue resolved. You still got to remember that there was a spirit that right. literally was taking people's faces. I got you. There's a dark version of Rava that we already knew about that they just mentioned. Mind you, they just mentioned it, but they didn't really go into it. And then you're trying to figure out about all these creatures, which come to find out half the animals is animals in there, which half of them are creatures and the other half are actually spirits. Listen, you, you've talked more in this episode, but... I can't agree with you, bro. I'm sorry. You you don't have to. And ready? Then the third season goes off to, mind you, Aang sat back and was trying to resolve the airbender problem without even figuring out that he never got in tune with himself spiritually. Well, not like fully in tune with himself spiritually to figure out that he could have created more airbenders. Because the third, after she opened the gate to the spirit realm and just left it open that's when you get more airbenders so that solved the problem that ang was trying to solve that never resolved itself so she solved that problem ang's son is taking care of the airbenders but now you have a radical airbender that's a part of the red lotus that wants to do what kill the avatar if you kill the avatar that disconnects the the spirit realm in the the spirit realm and the living realm, then that creates a whole different problem. And then her, her la like the last season, I would really say was more or less like her trying to fully become the the best avatar that she can be. I think a lot of her struggle, her struggle was different than Aang's, but I'll say that she was a better avatar than Aang. She was a better avatar than Aang. Her show was written a All lot right. better though. All right. I'm 
and that's 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 what we're gonna come down to. We have to. You 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 have you have opened me up up to the point that in those eighty years, I guess Ang did make a lot of mistakes. But to be fair to Ang, because there was a lot of Ang bash in there, he didn't know. Just 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 but, just but just ready, because but, she opened the spirit world doesn't but, mean you would have known ready, to do that. But that ready, that's just the spirit realm side of it. Looking at everything that he could have done to prevent some of the stuff like 2020 like hindsight is 2020 but it's more or less like all right how he was towards his kids his kids are all messed up because of that simple fact that <laughs> that he he was so focused on he was so focused on starting the new air right, temple me, and having a republic city that he never really he never really like connected everything like it should have can we take a step a, back real quick can we take okay. a step back because i think we're focusing on the characters too much but we, the show was about the character huh? that's not enough you can have better character development and be a worse show name one huh i'm all right maybe not better character development that was a bad but you can have better characters but be a worse show you can have a character okay. that i really like yeah. but be a worse show yeah then the, than a show, than another show that I like. You could yeah. be like, uh, um, what can you be like? Let me think about it. Let me think about it because I know it exists. Yeah, now I'm thinking about this. I think we probably should have did this yeah. Avatar episode by itself. Because <laughs> you could definitely like, hmm. that's neither, that's neither here nor there. Right, I, I'm not going right, to do that. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to, I'm not about to sit up here and argue who is a better Avatar. But, I can't argue that from beginning to end, Avatar: The Last Airbender had no bad seasons. The Legend of Korra. Just, just give me the, just give me the, just, just give, yeah, yeah, just, just, just give me the fact that, yo, man, that first season is hard to watch. It is, is really hard to watch. It's hard to watch. Apparently, it picks up in the second and third season. That first season, man, it's just that I think. The difference is that every season for Cora, it was something new. It felt like her problems were 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 like new, and uh, okay, whatever. Um, a lot of her problems were were new. Like every season, she had a new problem. She had to go through a new a new obstacle. Aang, he he only had one arc. It was to create peace and stop the fire. Well, technically, he had he had to. The mm. first was to learn to bend. Yeah, and then it was well, well, learn to bend, learn to bend to defeat the yeah. fire. Lord. It was like it was like one arc with like separate chapters. Yeah, and I think the Legend of Korra was what they did to do a lot of to do a lot of continuity to see if that if everything that sticks in this one can we do a, a third yeah. avatar and what i'm hearing you say is all right so because avatar was such a all right so in cora they're throwing a lot of this they're, they're throwing a lot of plot twists I, I wouldn't say a lot of plot twists i think it would just be more or less like Everybody has an alternative there, motive. There, there's more than one um, climax. Yeah, there's more than one climax. Like yeah, in like, chorus, like, like every book is is definitely you can separate every book 
from each other, but they all go okay. a, into a co- cohesive unit. All right, so so there, so there's a lot of climax. You can separate the books from each other. That sounds a little confusing. It, it's that it's sounds a little confusing in a way where Aang Aang is definitely easier to follow because you can miss two episodes, but the plot will never like will Chance. always stay yeah. the same. Cora, you can miss two to three episodes and be lost, but you'll definitely be lost because those two to three episodes can explain to you why she's about to go after this person or why this person needs to be taken down or people that you that she considers a friend, why they turned their back on her. Because I'm going to let you know, in the first season, if I watched the episode where I met the father and then missed like three episodes and come up to the end where she's fighting the father, I would be like, what the hell happened? The dude smiled at her face. Funded, funded her and smiled at her face to take her down. Now, I'm going to say for Teen Nick, having a plot that's... Uh, listen. Oh, what, can what, I can what? I get can I get that as a point? Can I get that as a point? Having a plot that's similar it, to follow fourteen Nick show, yeah, probably something that you need. It is, and especially because of the way like the way TV went on Nickelodeon. Yeah, honestly, if you weren't watching the commercials, because it sounds like all right, you have so this weekly I, program I, can, that you I, have to follow. I cannot compare it to Teen Titans because they're clearly too different. Because Teen Titans didn't have an actual plot; it was really just superhero saving stuff. And then they just threw in plots throughout the show. Mm-hmm. I would say it's more like a. But it, uh, I would say it's, it's something more like, a like Naruto, it's, it's something Naruto like, but 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 how I'm comparing it is, all right, we have a plot, then we have a plot that might be related to that plot or might not be related to that plot. Mm-hmm. Like, but but there's a second one, and then we'll throw a third one in here for a different character. Yeah, like what I'll say is, Naru, Naruto Shippuden to Baruto is well. Avatar The Last Airbender to Korra is like Naruto Shippuden to Baruto. I don't think you want to say that. <laughs> this, and this is why I say it. Because Baruto is actually... It's, it's actually bad, but a lot of the... They share a lot of similarities where they play off of previous characters from the old series that help carry it along, that carry some of the plot, plot twist along. Like, to carry some of the plot along, they use, do use people from the last series. All right. Like, cause you you do see Katara, you do see the at the at the end of last season. That's when you see um without the shoes. What's her name? Uh, Toph. Toph. Toph helps her at, at a point. The uh, only people that you don't see, you see Zuko at a point. You see Iroh at a point. The only people that you don't really see is Aang, obviously. Well, you dead. see Aang because Avatar State. Aang gives her yeah. back her powers in the first season. Is um what's his name? Katara's brother. Katara, Sokka. Sokka. You barely see Sokka. Yeah, we. I figured he'd be left off if you don't have no bending. It is what it is. All right. Yeah. All right, man. I think we gotta. So where? So you're standing. I'm. I'm always gonna look. We we share the same opinions as far as Rugrats to all grown up. Ben Ben the first three Ben tens to the last, the last two, two Ben tens, like. Avatar Last Airbender Korra is always going to be that because I think what really messes everybody up is that Omniverse was a series in itself. Ben 10, the reboot was a series in itself. Avatar and Korra were legit sequels. Sequels into each other. Everything that happened 
everything was causing effect. Like everything that happened in Avatar was causing effect to well, Korra. Yeah, was causing effect to Korra, and Korra had to really deal with her stuff and the rem- like the remnants of Aang's stuff. Okay, but I hear I hear you. You know, bro, we'll, we'll keep talking about this all camera, on camera. Yeah, man, you know, I mean, we, can, we can do this. You we upped this. it from like a three to a five, but. It's one of those things where like, if we could ever sit down and get you to watch it yeah. past the first season, maybe you'll you'll appreciate it a little bit more. Right, maybe you'll be right. like, all right, I Here's see the where thing. you're coming Here's from Here's the now. thing. Here's the thing. The reason they messed up so bad is. They couldn't afford to have any bad seasons. They could have a a season where, like, if 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 the first season of Legend of Korra was like, it's okay, and then the second season was like, oh wow, which is apparently what you're saying, mm-hmm. I think it wouldn't have got that that backlash. But because the second first season is legitimately not. It is really good. slow. Like, it's like, really it's like, slow. It's, it's really like hard to watch. Yeah, and, and like the, the the comments that they did that they did for it, it could have been a lot better. Okay, for the first for the first season, because I mean, at the end of the day, with having the commander and his brother commit suicide, yeah, at the was... end, like you, you took his bending. What he, did he he's already yeah. disgraced. Yeah, like, he... well, well, honestly, I think. He committed suicide more for himself because he was the disgraced yeah. general. I'm sure that's why, but but I, Iman was already was already done. He ain't had to do anything. But hey, man, disagreements. I mean, I didn't want to call this like disagreements. I was like, this, yo, this is good, like sparring, man. This is banter. And I'm be honest with you, you're a tough person to uh to. To debate against, Mister Mock Trial. To sway, yeah. Oh my gosh, to sway, sway in the morning. <laughs> you ain't got the answers, Ryan. I, you I ain't, ain't got, got the answers. answers. Look, I thought I could get you two, two. I thought I could get you two episodes in a row. I thought I could because I got you with the Pokemon one, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I couldn't get, get you with this one. But it's all good. Now, guys, now we can officially say this. Please follow. Uh, well. Thank you for listening. That's that's what I'll say. That's what I'll start to say. Thank you for listening to our first episode and this episode. We really appreciate you guys for listening to it. So now, guys, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Kids at Heart 5. Again, that is Kids, K-I-D-S, at A-T, Heart, H-E-A-R-T, 5, on Instagram and Twitter. And we just Kids at Heart on Facebook and Guys, you can catch us on all, all, and I get to say it, all, all platforms. podcast platforms. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Cast. Oh, excuse me. I said Google Cast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Breaker. Again, that is Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast Radio Public. Yo, you can you can catch it. You can catch us. You are going to catch us everywhere. You can people. catch these verbal hands when you would like to catch these verbal. Oh, hands. Yo, you know Reggie. He's a he's a he. He you know he got a a a, ver, a verbal uh tech Sassin. nine. He he ready. Assassin. And he he not he not just gonna let you uh swim any old kind. I didn't of even break out my vocabulary words for y'all today. Yeah, he he ain't even used the vernacular for y'all today. He got mm. y'all next episode. <laughs> but again, guys. Yo, like, share, comment, subscribe, 
Tell your mom. Tell your grandma. Tell your baby mom. Tell your tell children. Yo, tell anybody tell that your mom children. in it. I would say have kids just to watch this, but I wouldn't wish that on y'all. Yeah, uh, nah, we're not gonna we're not gonna wish that on y'all. <laughs> we're not gonna wish but that. but you know, t- tell you tell you tell you if tell you're your expecting, wife, tell your kids if you're already expecting. Yo, when he turns three, let him let him. We, we don't curse that much. We ain't even curse this episode. <laughs> but again, guys, yo, like, share, comment, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and you know, you'll see us on the next one. Love you guys. Peace. See ya.